Hello, I'm hanging out on a hangout with Anthony D'Angelo, and that can only be one thing. It's Natty Bros Podcast. I'm Zach Brooks. And I'm Anthony D'Angelo. Coming up on the pod, ESPN gets a little friendly competition, but is it so friendly? Uh, they said the pen is muddier than the sword, but is it enough to bring down Johnny Football? And eating lunch, inside or outside, will battle to the death to find out the best way to do it. But first, our, our normal house business. Uh, it's the 42nd episode of the, the Natty Bros podcast. Uh, We're coming can, up uh, on a year. I know. It's kind of nuts. It is kind of nuts. It, 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 it feels just like yesterday that we started podcasting, um, if, if, if days were a year long. Um, but but you, you, can, you can visit us uh, at nattybros.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Natty Bros. Uh, same thing on Vine. Uh, and, and we're starting to put, progressively post more content onto uh, onto our website. So if uh, if there's something that, that you, you hear us talk about that you want us to dive a bit deeper into, or if there's something that you don't hear us talk about, you'd like to, to read a little something about, let us know, and we'll uh, we'll write something maybe. I don't know. Probably yeah, not. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. Um. Well. Let's just dive right in because, you know, it's 11-11 on the East Coast. I'm in a bathrobe already. I haven't had a bath in a while. So, just it's me in the robe here. <laughs> this is going right. to uh, yeah. be quite the event. Yeah, so, let's, let's do it. So, you know, I'm driving around in the car the other day. I had a car. I was back in Michigan, and I rented yeah. a car. Uh, it was nice to have a car for once. It had been a while since I had had a car. I got to drive all over. But most of all, I listened to the radio while I was on the yeah. car. And uh, listening to the radio, they were talking about how they are doing some event at some bar where you can win a draft for you and your friends on National Fantasy Football Draft Day, August 24th, which is this Saturday or maybe this Sunday. No, I think it's it's – not the week, one, yeah, one this, after. yeah. As in, like, if I was talking next Monday, <laughs> I would mean this Saturday or this Sunday. Um, yeah. So, so a week from this sa- a week from this Saturday or Sunday, and I just will look it up and let you know if it's a Saturday or Sunday. I think it's a Saturday. What do you want to bet, real quick? I I, I think it's a Saturday because I think our draft on Sunday. I think it's the twenty fifth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, look at that. Um, so. Have you ever heard of National Draft Day, and is it a great idea? I mean, I, I think this is the thing. If if you're a bar, I think it's a fantastic idea because, like, I, how how much money do you think you can make kind of dividing your bar up into little sections, providing, like, a little whiteboard or, like, those, like, little poster board things or, you know, like the, like the flip charts? They're just saying, look, put a couple hundred dollars down, you get – you know, X amount of food, next number of pitchers, and you'll get Wi-Fi and space for your draft, right? Yeah. And and it provides a non-living room environment for you and a group of friends to do your, your fantasy football drafts in. I mean, I I think that would be that would be brilliant. Like, I I think I think bars should definitely embrace it. And they could partner with Yahoo and give you Wi-Fi or something. I don't. Know. I mean, you could you could do it all right from there. You could all bring your laptops, or you could even draft from your phone now. I think I'm about to try yeah. that for the first time tomorrow. My idiot friend decided <laughs> to put his draft at 8 p.m. on a Friday night, which for you on the West Coast would be great. It's 5 p.m. It's happy hour. Well, no, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be great at all because I'd still be at work. <laughs> well, you draft it, from work. 
Yeah, but not not really because this is the thing. I I'm not when I'm at work, I'm at work, right? Like right. yeah, it's true. Like I don't, and and actually, especially when I'm drafting, I'm drafting. I think more so than when I'm at work, I'm at work. When I'm drafting, I'm drafting. So what like we're learning I, here is that when you're something, you're something. That's a distinct possibility. Mostly during drafts. I think I, 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 I can be more easily distracted during work than I can be during a fantasy football draft. And that's rightfully so. Like you need full attention in a fantasy football kit. Do you though, if it's a league you don't care about, do you really need full attention? Do you need attention for your pick, and then you can do something else, and then get a little alert on your phone that it's your pick again? I mean, this is the thing. You and and I think we we've, we've talked a little bit about this. You really should limit the amount of leagues that you're in that you don't care about. Yeah, unfortunately, but, I'm in three this year. I wanted to only be in one, and I'm gonna oof. be in three. Yeah, I, I'm in two. I care about our league. Um, yeah, I care about ours first. Because I hate all of you and I want to, I want to win. Um, but the other one, uh, it, it's, it's, it's not even a pity league. It's a habit league. Like it's just, it's one of those things I've done for years, and I just. That's I, how this I, league I is. That's the stupid 8 p.m. Friday draft. This is the same guy who set up a fantasy football league a couple years ago with no tight ends. Uh, <laughs> a lot of times the season ends like the different week than the season ends for most fantasy leagues. It's just like this guy. I don't. Know, I just like it because I do well in it. I guess. So tomorrow's gonna be my first foray into drafting for my phone. I hope I'm in like the middle of something really important, and I just like every minute and a half, two minutes, have to be like, oh, hang on a second, Peyton Manning. Yeah, it's about Peyton Manning. I mean, it it, it could also. I, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ask this question: How good is the Wi-Fi in your bathroom at work? Is it solid? Is it like is it solid Wi-Fi? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I use it. It works. <laughs> I mean, I I I might. I might grab some Mexican. Well, well, I mean, you won't be at work, but if you were, if you would be at work tomorrow, I would probably suggest to have some Mexican food or maybe some Indian food for lunch. Oh, Indian um, buffet, good call. Yeah, you know, either either inside or outside. We'll discuss that later on in, in the pod. But to to really allow yourself some some space to focus on on the draft. Um, it, it will be it'll be interesting to see if it works. Uh, yeah. But he is not having his draft on National Draft Day. I feel like it really should be National Draft Weekend. Um, yeah. And really, I feel like National Draft Day should be the 25th, not the 24th. Well, this is the thing. Like, if if you, I mean, first of all, it's, it's a little anti-Semitic because, you know, it's, it's kind of hard for Sabbath. Yeah, for crying out loud. Um. Yeah, no, I I I think that it it should be a weekend. I mean, it it should be a whole because this is the thing. If you if you're drafting on a Sunday, your Saturday should be spent with like last-minute tinkering of your, you know, of, of your your strategy and stuff like that. Or time and, with your family and friends because you know it's, you're not going to see them again for a while. I mean, I don't know. That's overrated, that's, that's, maybe. That's a little overrated. But if you're drafting on Saturday, your Sunday should be should be spent just you know oogling your draft or ogling. So oogling or ogling. Hodering. Hodering? Yeah. Hodering. Yeah. Okay. It's a Game yeah. of Thrones reference. <laughs> oi. Uh, and you can use hashtag oi if you're still with us. Um, <laughs> is it oi or is it oi? <laughs> that's the, a, that's, that made sense yeah. in my head yeah. real well. Yeah. So, um, you know, if, if if you're drafting on August 24th or August 25th, uh, let us know. Are you 
are you going to a bar to to do your draft? Or are you um you doing it from the privacy of your own home? Are you joining friends for it, or are you gonna sit in your watch basement by yourself? Or yeah, watch I, I, friends while you draft? Yeah, yeah you gotta you know I don't know like the one where. I don't know where Joey puts on all of Chandler's clothes or something like that. What are um What are you gonna do for our draft? I know you're not gonna be here. You're just gonna be at home in front of the Tottenham flag. Uh, probably. Uh, yeah. I I might be in front of the American flag for for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I I will probably do it naked. Planning to draft uh, a lot of Patriots, I see. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I uh, I I have been targeting Amendola just because they have nobody else to throw to. Yeah, um. Tebow to Amendola is going to be money. <laughs> right. He's going to, like, run with the ball and then, like, hand it to him. Now is, now, is ESPN obligated to give you a check because you mentioned him, or or do you have to apply for that? I'm trying to get this website purchased by ESPN. <laughs> so that was, that's my goal. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I, we... I, th- I think that it could happen, though. Yeah, yeah. We're... we're you know, a cool million dollars. You know, so many of these websites are going for, you know, tens, hundreds of millions of dollars, billions. Just let's right? keep it even at one. Uno. One. one. One with a bunch of zeros after it. Yeah. Uh, as long as it's more than five or six. That's... Just like Bob Marley said, one love, right? Yeah. One million. <laughs> with, with that's what that song's about, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of one, a, a perfect transition, Fox Sports one. Boom launches this weekend. Um, you know, we, we've talked a lot about this, and you know, and I, I know I think both of us think that that it's good for ESPN to have some competition. Um, so the Atlantic had a had a, a very interesting video, which not to harp on this, but <laughs> you know, if if you have something interesting to to put out there, why why not eat? look? I want it in gifs. Or I want it in a very short article. Don't but worry, video, we're gonna get to the GIF soon. <laughs> but, but 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 an article, but a video that I have to like plug in headphones and like pretend that I'm doing something else. No, that's that's not cool. Atlantic. You could also do a video, but then just sum it up at the bottom. That's what you usually see in this Atlantic video. You sent it to me earlier, and I was like, I just didn't, I didn't feel yeah. like watching a video. <laughs> You're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Um, but 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 the the number one thing the video was about like five ways that, that ESPN can kind of meet its demise. And the number one thing was Fox Sports 1. Um, we've talked a lot about it. Are you are you excited about this? I mean, how pumped are you for Fox Sports 1? I mean, I'll, I'll check out their, like, nightly show, and maybe it'll be a nice alternative to SportsCenter. Um, yeah. But in terms of like, what I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch wherever the games are on. So if the games yeah. are on Fox Sports 1, I'm going to watch that. If the games are on ESPN, I'm going to watch that. The games are on Masson. I'm going to watch that. So it's it's going to be exciting. I, my expectations are tempered a lot since when I first heard about it. Yeah. Um, it's it I mean it's, it's going to be another it's going to be another sports channel. I think it's not a bad yeah. thing. I'd rather have another sports channel than another channel showing like Duck Dynasty. Oh, I mean I I will say this if if they put football on on Oxygen or I don't know. On, on Lifetime, I would watch Oxygen Lifetime, right? Like Oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> that should be their catchphrase. <laughs> I feel like there needs to be one where it's somebody breathing out. It's like carbon monoxide or whatever. Dioxide. The, dioxide. <laughs> yeah, that 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 one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Science. <laughs> um. 
So yeah, yeah. And, and oh. it'll be, I'm excited. You know, like I think they've got some good talent. They pulled over some good talent. Regis Philbin is going to be launching a show or hosting a show. Yeah. Um, is that your know. final answer? That's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just him with a loop just going is that your final answer I'm excited to I mean, see like like some of the tweets from ESPN staff to Fox Sports 1 Bill Simmons had a funny tweet that was like <laughs> like Fox Sports 1 said like oh we're going to be live in a week or whatever and Bill Simmons was like calm down calm down yeah <laughs> some of yeah. that was good yeah I mean look and and I think this is the thing that we we talked about too like like I think ESPN has done a really good job um on marketing towards really hardcore sports fans, right? We've seen it with Grantland. I think we're going to see it again with with the new 538. Um, I, I think they really do have like the really smart and and a, another outlet that I think really does as well as SB Nation, uh, which I I really like and I, I I I think I like more and more every day that I see content. Um, but I, I think. You know, look, I don't really expect a whole lot of high-minded stuff from Fox Sports 1. I think it's going to be very glitzy, very glamoury, very uh, very flashy. Very Regis. Very, so Regis. So Regis. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be where sports are, so I'll, I'll, I'll watch if I get it on my cable package. Yeah, I think you should. It sounds like everybody's going to get it for the most part. Yeah. Uh, and I think my brother told me Fox Sports 1 launches with a UFC fight. So there's one... One uh, segment that thinks that they are not valued enough on ESPN that will get their wish on Fox Sports One. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, again, I, I think that you know we'll we'll certainly we'll certainly see. I, I'm I'm sure again, I'm I'm sure they will they'll get ratings. Um, you know, I, I think you're right. It's wherever the the sports are going to be that that's where the eyes are. Yeah, and agreed. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I. I What's uh, what's what's what? You know, I've got a feeling that we're gonna we're probably gonna agree a bit on on this next topic too. Um, so and, and I, I feel like we've this has kind of gone on over over the last few weeks. This this Johnny Manziel autograph scandal. If if you haven't, is that you want to kind of break it down for those who who may have who may not have seen anything about yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, and I haven't. I try to dread. Avoid everything that says Johnny Manziel the last couple months, just because yeah. I I don't I don't care if this guy goes to a frat party. I don't care if this guy was hungover. I don't really care what he does. But it's now come out that he sold his autograph, I think, for seven hundred was it $750,000 worth of autographs that he sold, or is that too high? Sounds a little high, but I, I think I think regardless, like, he, you know, he sold his autograph, which yeah. I, I, I think is. And it's, it's Johnny Menzel profiting off his likeness. Um, and, you know, you've heard about this more and more. Oh, no, it's... <laughs> Seven thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a little bit more realistic. Yeah, yeah. So seven hundred fifty thousand. I, 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 I really hope that the the, the uh, you know the the accounting folks at ESPN uh, when, when they're writing our check and 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 you can you can just write that to Natty Bros. Um, you know, make the same accounting error that that we just made by just lopping on that extra zero there. Totally cool with us. Two zeros, actually. Yeah. Well, whatever. Zero, two zeros, three zeros. Just put them on the chat. Zeros. All right. Um, no, but what you know, what what this is really bringing up is that the NCAA. I was just playing NCAA fourteen. Yeah. Um, they sold that game, and you're using a guy who looks an awful lot like Javion Clowney, uh, or a guy who looks an awful lot like Johnny Menzel in that game. 
and that game was 60 or $70. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but this player cannot sell their autograph. And so this is just bringing up, you know, what are the rules of amateurism for the NCAA, and what's, what's the best way to, to go about that? Should Johnny Menzel, he got famous because of his talent, if somebody wants to buy his autograph from him, why shouldn't he be allowed to do that? No, I, I feel like this, the, the parallels between this and the steroids um, debate are, are somewhat similar, right? Like, you know, at, at the end of the day, this is, you know, this is just players are going to find a way to gain some sort of a competitive or financial advantage, right? It's, you know, it, it, it's this whole concept that sports are a business, right? It's, it's not this kind of field of dreams notion of, you know, you know, guys going out and living their, their childhood fantasies, and it's to some extent, but it's still a business. And you know, th- you know, these guys want to make money, and regardless if they're in college or in the pros, they they want what's they want what they're earning. Um, and you know what, I I applaud I applaud Johnny Mantell for this. Yeah, I I think it, there was talk of a day when. Uh... All NCAA football athletes would sell their autographs on the same day. It's like a stand with Johnny type thing. I can't see that ever happening, but that would be funny. Yeah, I also, I mean, I mean, like, how many college football athletes? I mean, beyond Javion Clowney and Johnny Manziel, like, I don't know, like, are there really a whole lot out there that you'd really clamor for or, or want to buy their their autographs? Yeah, guys from Michigan State. That's true. I Actually, guess, you know, I take that back. I would buy autographs from guys from Michigan, and then we turn them in. <laughs> that's a that's a bold strategy. Yeah, bold uh, strategy. And, and you know this this kind of outdated ideal of of not paying these athletes and the amateurism in in the NCAA is what's led to NCAA 14 being the last version of that game that's supposed to come out because. The NCAA is getting sued left and right because of that game because they're making money off that game, and so there yeah. won't be an NCAA football 15. Everybody yeah, I, loses without that. Yeah, I and and I I think I, I I've got a feeling that that there is there is too much money to be made here for for that that video game franchise just to fall by the wayside. I I think that you know. NCAA and EA Sports, you know, and and the players will will hopefully find some sort of a of a middle ground. Part of the problem is, I you know, college players, as, at least as far as I know, they don't have a players association, right? No, it, I don't think they do. You know, it's it's not like the pros where where they have they have a union that can advocate on their behalf. You know, college college athletes yeah, athletes don't have that. So you know, who who does the NCAA negotiate with? As, as far as that, and also, you know, you know, what if these individual universities want to have different policies, right? You know, what, what if what if Michigan wants to have a different you know, policy for Michigan State? You know, and that's what, where what they do then. Be, I don't think they should be allowed to do that because that then gives the schools different uh, advantages in terms of recruiting and keeping players. Oh sure. Oh totally. Because if if you're choosing between Michigan and Michigan State, and Michigan has a you can sell whatever the hell you want. You know, Paul, hell, you, 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 can, you can rip up turf after the game and sell it on eBay, and we don't care. I mean, of course people are, you know, you know, people would be more tempted to go to Michigan for some stupid reason. Yeah. So, anyway, 
So, uh, you know, if if you're still with us, tweet us at Natty Bros. Let us know what you think. Should uh should Johnny Menzel be be punished for this? Should he be banned? Should there should there be a suspension, or should this be something that should be legal? I mean, should the NCAA allow players to uh, to engage in these kind of activities? Yeah, and I think this is the same thing. There was an article about Johnny Menzel. Um, I think it was like selling T-shirts with his name on it or something, yeah. or somebody associated with him was going to do that. Um, and there was a loophole around that, and, and this is very, uh, very similar. And it, it'll just be interesting to see if this actually makes a change, and maybe we'll have the the Manzel laws or something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, I for one hope he plays this season, though. I mean, he's like the biggest name quarterback uh, in. Wow, that sounded really dumb. But he's he's the biggest name quarterback, you know, probably in all of college football right now. Uh, yeah. And I want to see what he can do this season. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think a lot, of, a lot of people want to see whether or not he was a flash in the pan last year or whether or not he has the chops to, to stick around. So, um, well, you know, any, anything else on this? Anything else you want to you, you want to throw in? I mean, this kind of leads into our next story about yeah. Jay Billis. So after this all came out, uh, Jay Billis almost immediately went on the NCAA's website and searched for Johnny Manziel jerseys and posted screenshots and said, this is what happens when you search for Johnny Manziel on NCAA. If you look at his Twitter feed, he then posted, this is what happens when you search for Braxton Miller. This is what happens. You are looking live. You are looking live. All right. So Jay Billis... Yeah. Let's talk about Jay Billis. Um, so Jay Billis uncovered that if you search for Johnny Manziel on NCAA.com's shop webpage, you come up with a bunch of Texas A&M jerseys with his number. And the same thing happens if you search for any other current NCAA athlete. So the NCAA is completely hypocritical in this in that they're obviously profiting off of the player's likeness and the player's um, – the player's jersey, but are getting mad when Johnny Manziel is signing autographs. Yeah, I, I mean, look, is anybody really surprised, right? Like, is, is anybody like I don't I don't think anybody should be surprised by this. I mean, the NCAA, uh, you know, I, I I think I think when we when we talked about this on on Chat, I think you know I, I said that they sometimes make FIFA look like a like an upstanding uh, institution. It's what they do. I mean, they're 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 just it's hypocrisy on top of hypocrisy. Unfortunately, I don't think anybody should be surprised. But good on Jay Billis for getting on this so quickly. I think that was great. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally. I think that that was that was really good on him. Um, and since then, the NCAA or shopNCAAsports.com has taken the search bar off of their website. <laughs> so well, they, that's... They, they've completely fixed the problem. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, that, that's that's one way of fixing it by by completely hiding it. So, yeah. well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing that we can't hide, Zach. That that's the mixed case. Mixing it up already. Mixing it up. Yeah, let's mix it on up. Um, yeah. You know, we we've, we talked a lot about 2015. Uh, a lot of what a huge movies coming out in 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 a couple of years' time. Um, Star wanna, Wars Episode Seven. Yeah. Independence Day Two. The yeah. Avengers 2. Terminator 5, 6, whatever this Terminator... I think it's Terminator oh. 6. Um, the Last Hunger Games. I'm missing a couple. Which other ones? What else am I missing? I'm sure there are going to be more. I, I, I feel like there have been some that have been 
Oh, uh, Batman versus Superman. Superman. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's going to be a great year for movies. I don't think there's going to be enough weekends for all the good movies come out in 2015. But, and and look, I, you know, I, I I I take you know stuff I read on cracked with a with obviously with a grain of salt. But um, you know, th- there was a, a, a thought provoking piece on cracked.com, uh, <laughs> essentially saying that you know that it could be actually be a really bad year for movies, um, b- because you know if if you look at at you know a lot of these big franchises aren't making as much as they they used to, but they're costing a ton. Um, so on and so forth. Do, do, you, do you buy that premise? I think it's interesting, um, but just because big budget movies aren't making as much doesn't mean it's not going to be a good year for movies. It's going to be a great year yeah. for movies. Uh, there's just going to be a lot of competition for your dollar. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to be a great year for moviegoers. Right. It, it, it'll be, you know, it, it'll like you said, there'll be a lot of competition. Um, you know, you will have, you know, your your weekends will, will potentially be really busy with with going to the movies and seeing a lot of these blockbusters. Um, you know, it's and if anything, it means that these, you know, these these production companies have to make good movies, right? They can't just fart out Independence Day two or just say, oh, here's Avengers two. They have to make it good because if if on a weekend I have to choose between Independence Day two and Avengers two. I mean, I'll probably see both, yeah. but but if, but if you can only see one, you're gonna see the one that is getting the best buzz, and you know you you have to make a, a quality product. Could 2015, if it is a bad year for the movie industry, not for movie goers, uh, could that 2015 lead to movie prices going up again? I mean, I think you're gonna see movie prices going up regardless. You are, but I feel like we could see a big surge right after 2015 if the movie studios lose a lot of money. Um, I mean, I, I think you've already seen a big surge with with 3D movies, with more and more movies coming out in 3D. So you you, you have this this artificial bump in, in in movie prices because oh, I'm seeing 3D, so okay, I'll pay five more dollars for to go see a movie. Yeah, I don't get that either. I have some friends that love 3D. I don't understand the desire to like movies in 3D. I think the first 3D movie I saw was Avatar, and it was just like, well, first of all, this movie sucks, and and second of all, like I can't believe I paid like 15 bucks to see this movie. Well, get ready because they're making two more Avatar movies at least. <laughs> I, okay, okay, that that that's fine. Back that, to the planet fine. of the blue people. That, that that's great. Um, that that's fantastic. Well, you know, onto something else that I I really don't care about. Um, so Tom Brady had a had a little uh, uh mishap with his knee. A in, little boo boo. A little, little boo boo uh, with his knee, and ESPN went bananas on Twitter over it. Um. <laughs> Now, I don't know why. Uh, perhaps they're huge Tom Brady fans. Perhaps they, um, you know, perhaps they they really want to see knowing the Patriots uh, do well this year. Um, or perhaps they just have a very highly vested interest in the number three quarterback on the New England Patriots. I don't know. W- what do you think? I mean, is, I know who that number three quarterback is. It's Johnny Manziel, right? <laughs> no, it's Ryan Mallett. 
No. Oh yeah. Yeah, huge, huge Ryan. You, you you can you can catch us on on this week in Ryan Mallet. Uh, I'm really Friday, excited. Fridays. I'm really excited for first take to have the debate topic. Who will be a better fit at quarterback for the New England Patriots, Tim Tebow or LeBron? <laughs> it could happen. I could see them talking about that. You know, LeBron. They say LeBron could be a really good football player. Have you heard that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I do know that. He's I, an athlete. I, I yeah. Oh, he, he's a consummate athlete. Yeah. He um. Yeah. He used to play tight end in college or in uh, high school. Oh, no, I, I I know that. I know that uh, because just making before, sure that you know that. <laughs> before every football season, ESPN always does a at least one segment on how LeBron could potentially switch sports and be a great football player. When did, it, when it, does it, he hit the age that he no longer could potentially switch sports? Thirty. When, when when he retires. Like this is the thing. When does he hit that age, or when does he hit the age when ESPN stops talking about it? When Fox Sports One takes over, kills ESPN, like yeah. the Red Wedding. <laughs> That's yeah. two Game of Thrones references. <laughs> and just wait, because our next topic is going to come up again. Yeah, I, I, I also hate to hate to break this to you, but like, like it's still Fox, right? Like Fox. <laughs> Fox News isn't exactly known for their news, right? So if you think that, ES, that, that Fox Sports 1 is going to be known for its its sports news coverage, oh, man, you have something else coming. No, it's right? going to be known for its counting. <laughs> they, they One, have, two Fox Sportses. They have, they have a freaking show with Regis, okay? <laughs> yeah. This is not, not going to be a substantive sports network. Who's the right? guy who was like Regis? Who was like Regis? Who signed that? Who signed that that deal? Oh, oh, you mean who was like? All right, guys, we we've got this show. We need to find somebody. Oh, hey, let's get this eighty-one-year-old who's never hosted a sports show before and who's been like retired for a few years now. Let's get him and have him do a daily show because he was replaced by an ex-football player, Michael Strahan. So it all makes sense. No, it doesn't. Michael Strahan would be the better fit on Fox Sports One. Michael Strahan would be would make a lot of sense because he used to be on Fox. Like he would just be going home to his old network. Oh man! Like, like Regis, Little puppy dog. Like if it was like, oh, let's see. So we're we're starting out our coverage with UFC. So you know we we'll really want to target that younger demographic. Who who comes to mind when we're thinking younger demographic? Oh yeah, let's get the eighty-one-year-old who hasn't been on TV in a few years. You know, I loved Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and if they do like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Sports Edition as a show on Fox Sports One, I'm down with it. They they totally should do. It. Holy crap, they totally should do it. Do you remember? Um, Stump uh, the Stump, Schwab. Yeah. The Schwab got canned a couple months ago. I know. I I, I saw that. Bring but all he did for ESPN. Fox Sports One, bring it back. All, I think all he did for ESPN was he was on first take rating the games in how many potato chip bags he felt. He's like, this is a one potato chip bag game. <laughs> this is a four potato chip bag game. But but but, but th- I mean, think about that. He got paid to do that. He got a paycheck every week, two weeks, month, Don't right? To, to to do that, right? He, he probably remembered to hit record. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN, you could pay us probably far less Edward to, to rate things in pretzel bags, uh, cans of almonds, um, cans of almonds, um, pr- pr- trail mix, granola bars, 
This know, is go... three avocado guacamole right here. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can go healthy snacks. We can we can go we can go foreign. Th- you want hummus? Fine. You know, Bears versus Chargers tonight was a a two container of hummus game. Boom. Insight. Do you think that they'd like be like somebody come up to me on Tuesday and be like, "Hey, do you think you can help me with this?" Like, nah, I'm I'm doing research into the Jets and the Raiders. I just need to figure. out. I don't know if it's one or two potato chips. Who's gonna start? Who's starting? Yeah, yeah, I think that'll go really well at work. And uh, I just received a message. Apparently, we lost a viewer because we uh, we said Avatar sucked. So. Oh no. <laughs> Come back. I, I, I mean, I mean the, the you know the fu- the funny thing about that is you know that viewer's not with us to for us to make fun of them. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, whatever. Um, Avatar. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's talk a little TV. Yeah. Let, let's go to something that that's actually good. Um, so you know, I I know that that one of my my few deficiencies as a human being is the fact that I've never seen Breaking Bad. Um, you more than make up for it um, by having by by diving into the deep end of the Breaking Bad pool every single. Um, it's funny because the the White family has a pool and it's a big part of the story is their pool. Oh, so ooh, look at that! Good metaphor. Yeah, I I tied in there without even knowing it. Yeah. Um, so I mean, look, I don't even need to see the show to know it's a tier one show. Um, yeah. So you know, so I, I put this on here just. I want to discuss what are the top tier TV shows currently and of all time. Ooh. And, and, you know, this can be just an early discussion. We could maybe do a full pot on this, but just what comes yeah. to your head currently, what do you think are the top tier shows, even if they're not shows you watch? Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, <laughs> Breaking Bad. Is Mad Men a top tier show? It is. Yeah, for it cultural is. impact. Yeah, it's, it's, still, it's still relevant. You know, it's been on for what seven, eight years now. It's 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 tier one. Is it only those three? Are there any other tier one shows outside of those three? You know, I I haven't watched Orange Is the New Black. That uh, is, everybody loves that show. Everybody's raving about it. But again, it's still new. I don't. I I think you need a solid season to even be considered. Um. I mean, to tell you the truth. You know, look, we've we've named three shows, two of which are on AMC and one of which is on HBO. Yeah. Right? Is I mean is Girls a tier one show? No, because I think I think it has a really niche like audience. I, I don't know. I, I you know, I don't I've I've seen a couple episodes. I I think I think you've seen them all, right? Or at least most of them. I think. I mean, let's not let's not tell everybody that. But yes, I have seen. <laughs> I have seen I, all I mean, of them. Look, you you are a you are a vast consumer of of media, right? And, and and you and you do so for the betterment of of the podcast and our our podcast listeners. But I mean, it's fine. You know, it, if you like Naked Lena Dunham, it's it's all good. I don't know how many viewers they have outside of the ages of 20 and 30. Maybe 20 and 30, like 25 and 35 maybe. Yeah. Like who younger than 25 is watching girls? Probably not that many people except like high school kids that want to see some boobies. And yeah, older than 35. Yeah, it's just not – I don't know. It, Here's one you like. What about Downton Abbey? Is that a tier huh. one show? 
Um, you know, it, it's it's tough because when when shows like like Downton Abbey and in Game of Thrones are off for such long periods of time, I I think it it makes it it makes it difficult to to kind of keep them in the public consciousness. Like I think I think Game of Thrones is is a little easier. I mean, I love Downton Abbey. I don't. I think right now it's a tier one show. I think, you know, in the in the larger um, history of television, no. I, I it's a very good show. I think it's a great show at times. But, I mean, I think right now. I mean, look again. I mean, we're, we're talking about shows that aren't on ABC, Fox, CBS, or NBC. Well, there's no. I don't think there's any shows on those channels that are tier one shows. No, and and but that that's that's problematic. I mean, why isn't that? Why is that the case? I mean, there's for a number of reasons. You can push the envelope more when you're uh, when you're on a cable network. I mean, the amount of violence and swearing and and sexual content on Mad sure. Men and um, on Breaking Bad and obviously in Game of Thrones, you can't do that on network TV. But also, you have bigger budgets, um, and it's ah. just I, I think people respect what's on cable channels a little bit more. It's just it, you just kind of associate with quality. I mean, the thing is, though, you, you look at – if you were to broaden this to history, I mean, shows like Seinfeld, right? Shows like The Simpsons that if you if you judge it for its its larger historical impact is, is a definite tier one show, right? Cheers, right? I mean, you, you look at, at, at all – at, you know, sitcoms, and, and even, you know, you go back and you look at, you know, shows like MASH, shows like, um, you know, shows like ER in its heyday, Right? That were you know kind of like those you know like you know those like hour long dramas. I mean th- th- those those were tier one shows in their in their day. Was Nine on Two and a tier one show? Yes, I think so. Yeah, I agree. Uh, one that I wish was a tier one show, and I I don't think it is, is Lost. At the time, Lost was great, but Lost suffered so bad by kind of what a lot of people perceived as a bad last season. I don't think it's a tier mm. one show. Yeah, I, I think I think you're looking at at towards the top of tier two. I I think that there was a um because like Lost was also on like right when like I feel like right when like the internet was really hitting its stride, and I feel like it was it was a good show for like it was one of those shows where like you can go on like TV without pity. And and there'd this, be like the analysis the day after, you know, stuff stuff like that, right? It, it was just one of those shows that like you can dive into and really overanalyze. Um, uh, it's it, funny that's the second TV without pity reference I've heard today, and I had never heard of that website before. <laughs> well, I I only read it because I I was a huge Battlestar Galactica fan when it was on, and I and I think I think I think Battlestar Galactica is probably in that. That kind of near the top of tier two, even all time, because I think it was one of the first, if not, I mean, one of the first, if not the first, really credible sci-fi drama, um, b- because it was not so much on the sci-fi and and really heavy on the drama, but the sci-fi was there. Um, <laughs> but you know, a- again, it's I-, I don't think you can consider it tier one, but I mean, I- this is definitely. Uh, 
definitely a whole separate pod. Oh, for sure. We can talk about TV. And if, if you have watched Breaking Bad, um, I just listened to Bill Simmons' podcast with Chuck Klosterman, and they yeah. don't touch on Breaking Bad too much. They talk about a lot of these TV issues. They actually talk about the tier thing. After I already put it on the rundown, then they start talking about kind of the tier shows, and, and they think Game of Thrones is actually uh, top of tier two, not tier one. But Fascinating. They t- it was a good podcast, but if you haven't listened, if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, I wouldn't recommend you uh, you check it out. Yeah, I I listened until the part where they said if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, like stop listening right now because yeah. we're, we're gonna spoil it. And I was like, all right, I'm 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 out. And, and I mean, like I know everybody talks about how good Breaking Bad is. It really is a fantastic, fantastic show. Um, just the, the the attention to detail on that show is unlike any other. Um. I, I, I recommend it. They're all on Netflix except the one episode that aired last week. Um, and they don't take that. I, I went through the whole, like, all of them very quickly, uh, at least the first three seasons in about a month. So Yeah. It's it's doable, and it's worth it's worth checking out. So do it if you can. All right. And apparently our Avatar listener is still with us. So Jeez. Avatar. It, it, it is a... It is my friend Jordan who will uh, he will be joining us for an NFL preview pod at some point in the near future. Ah, oh, I, I can't wait. Well, so we'll no, have to talk not, about Avatar. Not not soon enough. Yeah, it'll it'll be an all Avatar themed NFL preview. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, compare each of the coaches with the different <laughs> Avatar aliens. So stay Christ, tuned. Does this mean I have to watch it again? Um, because I'm not going to do that. Nah, they invented this website called Wikipedia. Oh, nice. Is yeah. that is that is that a dot com or a dot us? What it's is, that one. The guy had to go to like Switzerland because of it because he started it. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. You can, just send that to my my Hotmail account and I'll 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 read it later. Hotmail dot edu. Or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Let's let's go on a completely different tangent here for for a quick second. Um. So Slate, if you don't read it, is a an, an internet website that that oh, often has, <laughs> <laughs> that often has kind of uh. uh you know, again, kind of thought-provoking articles. And one is of the ones they, I don't really—I feel like I get sent Slate articles all the time. I have no idea what they do, like what they what their theme is. So, so like like one of the one of like the um like the often used hashtags is whenever there's like kind of like a silly idea that somebody tweets, is they'll they use the hashtag Slate pitches. And I feel like this is like the ultimate Slate pitch. Yeah, it, it, it's is eating outside is eating lunch outside overrated. <laughs> Um, which uh, Matt Iglesias, who is who's one of uh, one of the writers for Slate, I think he also writes for the Atlantic. That's our second Atlantic mention of, of the podcast. For those of you keeping track at home, if you're playing Natty Bros Bingo, you can you can cross that one out twice. Um, it has a, a very uh, compelling argument for for why you should not go outside to eat lunch, even in a, a beautiful day. Like I, I heard it was today in Washington D.C. Oh, the last couple of days. But was it really compelling? I, I mean, I, his I, argument I just, was that your pants are going to get dirty. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying compelling for for the sake of of argument. Um, no, I, I look, I, I thought it was pretty. I mean, it, again, it was, it was just one of the. It was, it was like a trolling of of people who were probably outside eating lunch and and like checking Twitter at that exact same time. So. My friend shared that article, and I had to ask him. I was like, "That was a that uh, that was like a satire, a satire. That was a, a satirical article, right?" And he was like, "Not no, really." Like, and I was like, "Because like, it was the the argument was like, 
it might be kind of hot. There's a lot of people. Yeah. Your pants get dirty. Yeah, and like and the people, air conditioning is better. Yeah, like people have been fighting to to be inside for for generations, and now you're inside. And why would you go outside? It was like instead of eating lunch outside, sit at your desk and eat your lunch. Yeah. Brilliant analysis. Yeah. Uh, it was really a fine piece of journalism. Uh, what yeah. do you think? Do you think that you should eat lunch outside when it's nice out? Yeah, yeah, I do, and and, and because it breaks up the monotony of the workday. Um, I mean, look, I can't because it's like 105 degrees outside, like in the middle of the day when it's not hot. Um, so for me, that's awful. Like, like for me, like like being outside for more than a few minutes is just unbearable. But if I was in D.C. and, you know, the dew point was, was nice and low. It was a great dew point the last couple of days. <laughs> uh, you know, hey, look, I'll, I'll, I'll sit outside and have myself a, a nice a nice beverage and, and a, a burger. And D.C. has plenty of places to sit, like benches. like Yeah, or, or restaurants that have outside seating. Yeah, that's the thing. I went out and had a nice long lunch the other day with my coworkers, and we sat outside at a restaurant, and we were served. I didn't yeah. get my pants dirty. And even if I did, I was wearing blue jeans. So, like, those are made to get dirty. Haven't you seen yeah. that commercial with Brett Favre? <laughs> Brett All right. Favre. So I, I, only I first he, Brett Favre reference. Yeah, yeah. So don't, 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 don't cross that one off just yet. Well, I, I think, you know, if, if, you're, if, if you're eating lunch outside right now, tweet at us. Tweet, tweet a picture of yourself eating lunch outside. Um, between now and our next podcast, and we will we will tweet out the the best uh, photo that we get of, of of somebody eating lunch outside um, <laughs> or inside. If you're an ins- if you take the inside, if you for some reason you'd rather yeah. eat a salad at your desk than sit out in the sun and breathe some fresh air, enjoy that AC and tweet us a picture of that. Yeah, uh, pants optional, folks. So, all right, um, and and on that note, I think it's uh, I think it's time to to chug. Break- Break one open. Time for the chug. <laughs> glug, chug, glug, glug. Chug, chug. Um, so, you know, we're only a couple weeks away from from Labor Day, which is generally seen as the the end of summer, beginning of fall, yada yada. Um, are we done with summer movies? Like, did that that summer movie season come and go, or do we still have any more? I don't think there's any more big ones coming out. Um. Nothing that I can think of that's coming out. Anchorman 2, but that's not total fallout. They're starting to talk about fall movies now. Anchorman 2, yeah. Hunger Games. Um, help me out here. Are there any Are there any other summer movies coming? I mean, I'm, I'm looking IMDb? at... You know, I'm, I'm looking at um, at Fan, Fandango right now, and at, at the coming soon. I mean, the only movie that I see that I, I will probably actually go see is The World's End, and that's just because... I really like Simon Pegg movies, but I mean, I, I have no interest in seeing Kick-Ass two. Um, That's already out too. Kick-Ass one was. Uh, oh, great. it is. Yeah. I, I that was all right. Um, I I will probably wait for Riddick to be on HBO. Um, but you know everything else. I don't know. It doesn't really. Doesn't Riddick really comes out in September though. Oh really? Well then. Yeah. I, I don't know. Then you know, yeah, we're, we're well then there's some movies. Yeah, yeah, we're we're pretty much done. So, what movie are you most excited for that's coming soon? Do you have one? Um, I mean, I 
I'm really trying not to, you know, to get myself too amped up for Anchorman 2, but if, if it's good, I'm going to... I mean, I, I can I can use another movie to quote verbatim, so probably Anchorman 2. Gravity looks sweet. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man, yeah. Um, and Captain Phillips with our favorite T. Hanks. That actually looks phenomenal. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Yeah. Uh, and there's other, you know, the, the fall is generally known as, like, when the quality movies come out. Yeah. Um, and, and, and just as I say that, I scroll to Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa. So, all right. Well, I, I think we're let's let's move on to our to our next. Well, what, what do you think was the uh, what do you think was the summer movie of the year? Do you have one? You know, for some reason, the one that sticks out in my mind is um, Pacific Rim. Yeah, I, I feel like that was the the summer movie of the year as well. Well, no, the summer movie of the year for me was Fast Six. Like, and and, and I think because it came out so early in the summer, like. Like, I was like, oh, man, like, and it may have actually been, like, late spring, technically, but, I mean, I was listening to the soundtrack earlier today. Just, just getting, uh, soundtrack was great. Getting amped up for work. Um, yeah, Fast 6. I don't think I've been more excited going into a movie and during a movie than I was for Fast 6. I, I'm kind of mad that there were a couple movies this summer I didn't get to see. Uh, Pain and Gain and Elysium. I didn't see neither of those yet. Well, I mean, Elysium just came out. You could totally go see Elysium. You can go see yeah. it this weekend. I could. I might. Um, but uh, you you should eventually see Pain and Game. I think it's coming like, out on DVD soon. I feel like I I feel like the like the odds of Pain and Game being on our flight from DC to London are incredibly high. Oh man, I'm just I'm gonna download. I might save Pain and Game for that flight actually. Yeah. I might download it to my iPad and watch it on that flight. Yeah, I I, th- I think I think that, that that would be a very a very good investment right there. Um, so, well, you know, we we we've talked about movies this summer. What, what, you know, you were you said you were in your your you're driving around in your car, perhaps listening to some tunes. What do you think is the song of the summer? Hey 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 hey! It's got to be yeah. blurred lines, but oh, it's so totally blurred lines. It's totally blurred lines. Like there's not even. The only one that could be close is maybe, um, you know, the the Holy Grail song with Justin Timberlake and, and Jay-Z, yeah. but I don't think that one um, picked up. Maybe Get Lucky by Daft Punk. Yeah, I, I think I think that, that comes in as, as a, a distant number two for, for Borderlines, especially because there, there's now like a remix with Pitbull. Mm. But, yeah, it, it's got to be Borderlines. I mean, that, that song just gets so much freaking radio play, it's insane. And if you're not at work, you should definitely check out the Blurred Lines music video on Censored. That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> it is a, a very good one. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I didn't even know that Robin Thicke was a thing in, until this came out, but... I love it because whenever it's on, people say, you know, my favorite part about Robin Thicke is that he's Alan Thicke's kid. Like, I should care who Alan Thicke is. Yeah, he was on... Um... Whatever that show was back in the 90s or 80s. Oh, oh, you know what I learned today? What? You know, like, Kate Spade purses? Yeah. Her brother is David Spade. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She, she these are the be... only things, these are the things you get 40-something minutes into a Natty Bros podcast. Yeah, a whole 54 minutes into the Natty Bros podcast. Um, 
So if if you're if you're still with us, tweet at us your favorite David Spade movie, whether it be Tommy Boy or Black Sheep, or let us know. The highly or underrated Joe, Lost and Found, or Joe Dirt. Yeah. No, no, come on. Yeah. Very very underrated movie Joe Dirt was. I mean, look, we all know it's Tommy Boy. Just 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 tweet Tommy Boy at us. You can use it in a hashtag. You can use it in. Whatever you want to use, but just Tommy Boy. It's obviously Tommy, Tommy Boy. Boy. There's probably a yeah. Tommy Boy Twitter account. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Uh, YOLO. Um, and, uh, and we'll end with a tip for you all that I read today on the internet. Yeah. GIF.me, or it might be just GIF.me, um, it's an extension for your Chrome browser, and it basically helps you save and organize GIFs. Uh, so when you're on a website and you see one of those fancy animated GIFs or animated GIFs, you can right-click it, save it, bookmark it, keep it in folders. Uh, it's also got some other pretty cool features, and you just install the Chrome extension, and it's really easy to use. So um, I'm excited to save these for some trolling opportunities. Yeah, especially with, with fantasy football season coming up. Uh, I, time. I, I think there will be ample trolling opportunities. Yeah. So, uh, and with that... Uh, just uh, one final reminder, if you're not already, um, subscribe to us on iTunes, which you can do through nattybros.com. Follow us on Twitter at nattybros. Um, catch us on Vine. All of that good stuff. And a bag of chips. And a bag of chips. Uh, I think this was like a three-bag-of-chip podcast. Yeah, besides like the part where we thought we disconnected or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, if you like Avatar... We still support you. Yeah. And with that, we'll see you next week. YOLO. YOLO.